Good afternoon, wherever you are. It's afternoon here in the United Kingdom, but wherever you are, we want to welcome you to the prayer experience. I hope you've had a lovely day so far, and whether it's in the morning where you are or in the evening, I pray that this brief devotional prayer time will be inspiring and be blessed for us all. Please share, 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 share this video, share with friends and family, let people know it is time to pray. It is the prayer experience and it's day 19 of our 21 days prayer and fasting. Where did the time go? In another two or three days, we'll be finished with the fast. But we want to thank God for his faithfulness. We also thank everyone who has been part of this prayer uh, and fasting. Thank you for those who've registered. It's never too late. You can still catch on tomorrow and Friday. Okay, please share your prayer request and praise report. Let us know what God is doing in your life, especially during this time of prayer and fasting. Let's know what God has been saying to you, speaking to you, or if there's any good report, please share with us. Uh, send us an email, info at thekingdomlife.co.uk or go to theprayerexperience.com and you can leave a comment there. Okay, um, we have a prayer hotline. Please take advantage of that. You can ring that number. There's a landline and there's a mobile number. You can ring that number and somebody will be on hand uh, to speak with you. Okay, let's go straight into Thanksgiving right now. And the scripture we're using for Thanksgiving, Psalm 89 verse 1, one of my very, very favorite uh, piece of scripture. It says, I will sing of the Lord's unfailing love forever. Young and old will hear of your faithfulness. Isn't that amazing? The psalmist says, I will sing of your unfailing love forever. It, it's, 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 it's just a good thing to talk about. Whether you want to sing about it, you want to talk about it, you want to mention it in prayer, but it's always good to reflect on what the Lord has done. It's, 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 it's great to think about what he's done. You know, the psalmist says, when, since I was young and now I'm old, I've not seen the righteous forsaken, nor his seed beg bread. God never abandons his own. God never leaves his own. Wherever you are, in any part of the world, Join me and let's give thanks to this almighty and wonderful God in Jesus' name. Amen. Father, we want to just thank you. We want to sing of your faithfulness. We want to tell of your love. We want to talk about how you brought us out of the miry clay and you set, up, set us up on the solid rock to stay. Thank you for your love. Thank you for your devotion. Thank you for the mercy that you have for us. Thank you for all that you do in our lives, testimony after testimony. Even when we go through difficult times, you never leave us or abandon us. We thank you, Lord, in Jesus' name. Amen. Let's look at the inspired word now. And I want to talk about freedom in Christ. John chapter 8 from verse 34 to 36. Jesus was speaking to some Jews who believed in him. And he said, you know, he, can, he, he started that conversation in verse 30, verse 31. And then in verse 34, Jesus said, I tell you the truth, everyone who sings is a slave of sin. A slave is not a permanent member of the family. 
but a son is part of the family forever. And then that famous verse of scripture. So if the son sets you free, you are truly free. And I want to talk about freedom in Christ. When we get born again, when we give our lives to Christ, when we come to the Lord, potentially we've been set free. Potentially we have to take advantage of that freedom. We have to activate the freedom clause in our lives. You know, Jesus 2,000 years ago when he died hung on the cross, he died for you and I. He died so that not only are we set free from Satan, we're also set free from sin. We're set free from all the powers and the clutches of the enemy. We're set free to serve God. We're set free to walk in the liberty that Christ has set us free. Galatians 5 1 says, It is for freedom that Christ has set us free. We need, we need then to activate it in our lives. It's not automatic. It doesn't just come on you like a ripe cherry will fall off the tree. You have to take it. You have to take possession of your freedom in Christ. You know, when we, when we come into Jesus Christ, a lot of things in our lives you know, he died so that we might be healed. He died so that we might be free. He died so that we can walk in the light. He died so that we can walk in joy. So many things, packages that has been made available to us. But don't take the gift from the giver and put it in the nice place in the house. You need to unwrap the gift. You need to unwrap the present. You need to make use of it. So many of us have been set free. But you know what? That gift of freedom, we've kept it somewhere in the corners of our heart. We believe it. We ascend to it. We receive the truth. We do everything but walk in freedom. And I want to challenge us today. In what area of your life do you need true freedom? Is it from fear? Is it from anxiety? Is it from worry? Is it from depression? Is it from hatred? Is it from the works of the flesh? Is it from any sin in your life? Is there an area in your life where you need to walk in freedom? Why don't you make up your mind that in 2022, I am going to walk in the freedom that Christ purchased for me with his precious blood. The, the death of Jesus will not be in vain in my life. I will activate the clause. I will walk in it. I will enjoy it and I will be blessed by it. You know, in John 8 verse 31, earlier on the Bible says, Jesus spoke to the Jews who believed in him. You know, they, 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 they believed in him, but that was not, that's, that, that was in, you know, um, that was in the baseline. That was just the beginning point. Then in verse 32, it says, if you continue in my word, then you are my disciples indeed. Then he says, you will know the truth and the truth will set you free. And then they said, we are not bound, we are free. He said, you're only free if you know the truth and you walk in it. You're only free if you know the truth and you walk in it. I repeat it again. The only way you can be free in Christ is to know the truth, number one, get the revelation in your spirit. Number two, activate the clause and walk in it. Take a hold of your liberty walk in your liberty. If you need to say it a thousand times, say it a thousand times to yourself. I'm free from anxiety. 
I'm free from worry. I'm free from depression. I'm free from hatred. I'm free from jealousy. I've been set free from sin. I'm free from the powers of the enemy. I'm free from, from all kinds of witchcraftsy and, and influence that the enemy wants to put in my life. I'm free from darkness. There's no place like that in my heart. Come on, let's pray together. Reflect on this and pray. <laughs> Maybe not much time to reflect, but just pray about it and say, yeah, I am free. Christ has set me free. I'm no longer a slave to fear. I'm no longer a slave to sin. I'm no longer a slave to the enemy. I'm no longer a slave to, to the things of this world that wants to pull me away from Christ. Can you believe it? Some people, that when the lockdown came in, it was an opportunity for them to stop serving the Lord. And people just sleep at home and do other things and watch movies and all of that. Their spiritual life went down. But in the same process, there were some people during the lockdown, their spiritual work with God just shot through the, the roof. It's down to the individuals. The challenges of life will come against every one of us, but it's down to the individuals. It's down to you. It's down to me. What I do with the grace of God that has been given to me. Father, we just pray into this. 2022 cannot be like every other year we have experienced. Whatever our experiences have been, we want to step further. We want to go further. We want to walk further. We want to go all the way with you, Lord, in the name of Jesus. Amen and amen. I want us to pray for the nations right now. And I want us to pray salvation. The same thing applies to people who don't know Jesus. You know what? Jesus is not going to come back to the world again and die and be crucified on the cross. He's done that once and for all. But look at John chapter 3, verse 19. It says, the judgment is based on the fact God is light. God's light came into the world. Who is God's light? Jesus. It says, Jesus is, is um, the, the, the light that came into the world. He came onto his own. His own did not recognize him. You know, and, and then it says, in him was life, and the life was the light of men. And it says, this light of God, God's light, came into the world, but people love the darkness more than the light, for their actions were evil. Jesus has come into the world. It's down to people's choices to either receive him or reject him. He said, God so loved the world that he gave his only son, that anyone who believes in him should not perish but have everlasting life. God did not send his son into the world to condemn the world, but that the world through him might be saved. He says, he that believes not, is condemned already because they did not believe in the one and only son of god and you know the problem is that judgment is not from god the individual decides where they want to stay i want us to pray for the nations lord let people begin to make the right choice the choice for salvation people in your family people in your home people in your neighborhood people in your close circle of friends can you begin to pray and say, God, these people somehow have heard the gospel, but they are making a wrong choice. Lord, help them to make the right choice. Help them to choose life uh, over, over death. Help them to choose salvation 
over destruction. Help them to choose Jesus Christ. The light is coming to the world. We pray for the nations. We pray that more and more people will choose Jesus. We pray for Tunisia. We pray for Algeria. We pray for Morocco. We pray for all of these nations, Egypt, Sudan. We pray for Kenya. We pray for Zambia, Zimbabwe, South Africa, all of the nations of Africa. Lord, will you do a shaking? Will you cause the truth to invade the hearts of men and women? More people will make the right choice. They will love righteousness and hate wickedness. We pray for people in Iran, people in Iraq. We pray for people in, 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 in uh, the, the Far East Asia. We pray for Indonesia. We pray for China. We pray for North Korea. Lord, we want to see a wave of salvation over the nations of Afghanistan, over the nations of Kuwait, a wave of salvation. As we mention these nations, that Lord, you will move in these nations. You will open the windows of heaven and let your grace be poured out that people might believe and receive Jesus, the one and only Savior. Thank you, Lord. In Jesus' name, amen. I want us to pray for the church that the church will be missional. You know, it's one thing that Jesus died, but some people have to preach. Some people have to go out. Some people have to speak the word to the nations. And I want us to pray. Look at John 4, verse 35. It says, you know the saying, you know the saying, four months between planting and harvest. But I say, wake up. I like the NLT. He says, wake up and look around. The fields are already ripe for harvest. There are lots of people in your circle of friends, lots of people in our neighborhood, lots of people in our community. They are ready to hear the gospel. But who will go? Who will speak? That person on the desk to your right in your workplace. Will you speak? Will you share with them? It's the job of the church. Jesus has done what he needed to do. He's gone to heaven. Our job is to take the gospel to our world. Can you pray that the church will become missional? We will go out. You know, missional doesn't mean you have to go to the far ends of the earth, New Zealand or something like that. No. Where you are, where you are, that's your Jerusalem. Where you are, that's your Judea. Where you are, that's your Samaria. You need to lift up your head. You know, the NLT says, awake, awake, wake up. Wakey, wakey, wake up. And let's reach our world with the gospel of Jesus. Pray with me. Pray for the church. Pray for the body of Christ across the world. Pray for the church in your nation. Instead of playing politics and playing religion and, and, and playing denominationalism, let's get mission out. Let's get down to the nitty-gritty, the business of winning souls for Jesus. Can you pray with me? Father, right now, we just want to pray in the name of Jesus. We want to pray for the body of Christ, the church. The words you spoke in John 4, 35, 2,000 years later, is still ringing. It's still ringing through the centuries. It's ringing through the decades. It's ringing through the years. It's ringing in our hearts today. That we say four months, then they have us. But you say, wake up and look around you. The fields are ripe for harvest. The fields are ripe for harvest. 
the way you stopped at the well and spoke to the woman uh, uh, from Samaria and you led her to, to, to righteousness and repentance. And she went and shared with the rest of the city and the whole city came to hear you speak. Jesus, will you stir our hearts that we will speak to men and women in our circle of influence. There are people in our world, people in our lives, spouses, brothers, sisters, uncles, family members that are not yet saved. Give us the boldness, embolden our heart. Give us the courage to be able to open our mouth and speak that none around us will be lost. None, none around us will die without knowing Jesus, the one and the only true way to eternal life. We pray for the church in America, the church in Canada, the church in the United Kingdom. Stare our hearts. Move us away from denominationalism. Move us away from religion. Move us away from politics, petty, petty politics and competition. Move us away and, and let us go into the world. Let us go into our world. Let us not stop. Let us be relentless. Thank you, Father. In Jesus' name, amen, amen. Let's pray for Ukraine. Many of us are aware of what's going on in that part of the world. Without getting bogged down by the politics around it, I just, I just want, in my mind, I'm thinking of the people, the ordinary man and the ordinary woman in Ukraine right now. What's their psyche? What's their mentality? What's their consciousness like? What are they thinking? What are their emotions like? To know that your nation is at the brink of an impending war. You're looking at, you're looking at people losing their lives. You're looking at people losing their homes and their cities and their villages and, and who knows what may happen. You know, and we've seen that in Afghanistan where uh, nations like the United Kingdom and the US were sending troops and they fight and fight and fight. And when they get tired, they pull out their troops. The people on ground are left to pick up the pieces. We don't want that to happen to Ukraine. We want the Prince of Peace, Jesus Christ. He says he, the government will rest on his shoulders. Every government, I'm telling you, is still resting on his shoulders right now. His name shall be called. One of, one of it is Prince of Peace. Can we ask Jesus, the Prince of Peace? Will you step into this situation? Will you bring peace? On behalf of the people of Ukraine, can we pray right now? Pray with compassion, pray with, with, with a sense of, of, of uh, uh, emo, uh, uh, empathy for the people of, of Ukraine in the name of Jesus. Lord, we, we, wanna, we wanna not just sympathize, we want to feel what they feel. We want, we want to put ourselves in their shoes. And as intercessors, that's what we do. We share the pain of others. We share the fears of others. And we pray these things into, uh, uh, in, in line with the will of the Father. We pray these things into oblivion and we pray them out. We, we come against war. We come against the violence. We stand against the spirit and the, and the dogs of war fermenting and stirring up war and violence. We pray that Russia will back down. We pray that the EU will back down. We pray that the government of Ukraine itself will back down. We pray that they will all return 
to the negotiating table. We pray that each party will be open to conversations and discussions in the name of Jesus. We pray that reason will prevail against violence in the name of Jesus. We don't want to see war at this time, Lord, with the world and the people of Ukraine dealing with the COVID and economic crisis and political instability. Lord, help Ukraine. Father, help Ukraine. Help the nations of the world. We cannot run this world on our own. We need your help. Have mercy upon us. We pray for the United Nations. We pray, Lord, for the uh, Security Council, the United Nations Security Council. We pray that wisdom will prevail in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Lord, in the name of Jesus. Amen and amen. Finally, we're going to pray healing prayers. And uh, we're looking at this scripture in Psalm 107, verse 20. He sent out his word and healed them. I used that word in our devotional today on the prayer and fasting website. Go to prayerexperience.com and you'll find that video there. He says, snatching them from the door of death. God sent his word. If you're unwell in your body right now, or you're in the hospital, or you feel pain in your body, or you know somebody and you want to stand in the gap on their behalf, why don't you pray right now and say, Lord, send your word, your word of comfort, your word of health, your word of peace, nothing missing, nothing broken. Will you release your word? Will you speak your word into that cancerous situation? Speak your word and we rebuke that tuberculosis in the name of Jesus. Speak your word. We rebuke uh, uh, Alzheimer. We, we rebuke uh, that dementia. We rebuke uh, that skin condition. We rebuke that, that spirit of infirmity. We rebuke that mental health disorder. We rebuke in the name of Jesus. And we speak the word of health and healing. Your word says you are Jehovah Rapha, the Lord our healer. Your word says that you took our infirmities and you carried away our sicknesses. Right now, be gone, you infirmity. Be gone, you pain. Be gone, you sickness. Be gone, you disease. We pray in the name of Jesus for this child who is in hospital and recovering from COVID symptoms. Be healed in the name of Jesus. We speak into the life of this man who was diagnosed with brain tumor. Be healed in the mighty name of Jesus. We speak into lives, into homes, into families. Let the light shine in the darkness and the light shines in the darkness and the darkness cannot stop it. We believe that we receive in the name of Jesus on behalf of everyone we've prayed for. Thank you, Lord. Let's give thanks to God today. Father, we want to thank you. Thank you because you hear us always. Thank you because your ears are forever open to our cry. Thank you as we make this sacrifice of time in the middle of the day, in the busyness of the day, to stop and pray. As we make this sacrifice, it will ascend up to you like a sweet smelling savor. Father, we thank you for hearing us. We give you all of the praise and we believe again that we receive in the name of Jesus. Thank you everyone who's prayed with me this afternoon. 
really appreciate you. Can I say, if you haven't been there, can you go to theprayerexperience.com? You can still register for this fast. Three more days to go, including today. You can still go there and register and do a quick fast. Who knows? God might just decide to bless you with all the blessing of the 21 days. You can never tell. Obedience is better than sacrifice. I want to thank you for being part of this. Subscribe to our free audio podcast. I want to say massive thank you. We're approaching 4,000. Listen now. The other day we were 2,000 and then we were 3,000. We're approaching 4,000 listens. That is so amazing what the audio podcast is doing. You can go on Android, on iOS, on all devices. Just press, just type um, pod, uh, podcast, the prayer experience, and there we are. Also on, on the YouTube, that is growing, but it's not growing as fast as I want. I want it to grow and grow and grow. More people coming on YouTube to pray. That will be simply amazing. Um, I trust God today we'll get to a thousand people praying every day. Wow, <laughs> what a great God we serve. Hallelujah. You can also join the Prayer Experience community on Facebook and on WhatsApp. If you struggle with any of this, you want to know more, just leave a comment and one of the team will get in touch with you. We are back. Tomorrow is Pastor Dumebi leading us in prayer. And then on Friday, we have Joanne leading us in prayer. It's going to be good. Um, we thank God for his faithfulness. God bless you, everyone. Have a wonderful, wonderful day. Bye-bye.
siempre. Ah.